I'm Heidi Harris. This is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I also do a live radio show Sunday nights in St. Louis, 97.1 FM Talk in St. Louis. You can find all this information up at HeidiHarrisShow.com or also at HeidiHarris.com. And you can find the podcast anywhere you get your podcasts. I wanted to talk today about something I see happening culturally, and that is this adversarial I don't know, relationship that women and men seem to have these days. I mean, it's just pathetic what I'm seeing going on. And this all started with a conversation I had a couple of months ago with a 42-year-old man who's been married almost 20 years, happily married, three kids, great guy. And uh, we were talking about all kinds of things in life. And one of the things that he brought up was this whole idea that all of the guys his age are depressed. And I said, what do you mean they're depressed? He said, they're depressed because we don't know what women want. You know, it's okay for us to be a provider and a protector. Great. We all want that. He's good with that. But they want us to be 50 other things, and we don't know how to do that. Now, it's a really important point because women nowadays, and I hate to say this, but hey, the Bible says, by the way, in the book of Titus, chapter 2, verse 4, that the older women should teach the younger women to be sober, to love their husbands, love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. All right, so basically what it's saying is women are supposed to be teaching the older women, the younger women, uh, you know, what life's all about. And you're supposed to get that from your mother, grandmother, whatever, right, aunt, whoever. Because we've lived a little bit longer, we've seen a lot more, and we might actually have some decent advice. Now, not everybody who's, you know, over 40 or over 50 or whatever has great advice. We all know that. But if you do, you might want to impart some of it to the younger women. They are growing up in a different world now, and their expectations of men far exceed the abilities of any man. That's the problem. And I've been watching, after this friend of mine told me this, I started paying more attention to this and I've read some things online about it. And there's a guy online who does a YouTube series, highly recommend, check it out. It's called Better Bachelor. I don't know a lot about his history. I know he's a divorced guy, probably in his 40s. He does a great job. And he basically uh, will pull a video off of TikTok or something else of some woman saying, well, I want this and I want that and I want this and I want that. She's got this big long list of demands, but she's also a single mom, uh, sometimes overweight, which doesn't make you a bad person. But the point is she's not necessarily going to be one of the top drawer people that some guys are going to want. And she wants a top drawer guy. Now, if you're an average looking person, I am too. I'm an average looking person. If you're an average looking person and you uh, expect an average looking person or whatever, I happen to think my husband's above the average, but you know what I mean. Fine. But these are women who are above or below average as far as the baggage they bring and the uh, lifestyle they have and the income they have. And they've got, you know, children and they're overweight and this and that. And they want a guy who makes, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, who's a certain height. I mean, it's hilarious to watch these videos. I'm not making this up. Check out this guy's YouTube. I'll link it to this podcast. It's pretty amazing to watch. And I know he's not the only one talking about this. But it's scary because the next generation, they don't trust each other anymore. I talked to a guy the other day. I met him. He was 36. And I went with him uh, and his father and a friend of mine. We all went to an event together, just a casual event. And the kid was 36 years old. He's not a bad looking guy. And he designs video games for one of the most famous video games in the world. In other words, even if you're not a video gamer, which I am not, you would have heard of this particular gaming 
platform, okay? And he designs artwork for them. And he doesn't have a girlfriend. And he lives in California. And he says, well, because they want you to make, you know, this much money and this and that and the other. And it's just sad. He's 36. By now, he should have a family. By the time my dad was 36, he had a wife, two kids, a house, picket fence, the whole bit, right? Like a lot of people did 20, 30, 40 years ago. Now, these guys, and I know a lot of them, late 30s, even early 40s, who maybe have had a few girlfriends, maybe nothing serious. They're not married. They'd like to be, but they can't find a girl who's A, not a single parent by age 25, and that's a whole other topic for another podcast. I mean, let me just put it this way. If you become a single parent, if you choose, ladies, to have a baby before you're married, you have drastically dropped your chances of ever finding a husband. That's not me talking. That's every guy I've ever known talking. They might date you. They might sleep with you, but they're not going to marry you. They don't want somebody else's kid. And they don't want to live in a household where they have no control over what goes on when a woman comes to them and says, well, he's not your kid. Don't You can't discipline him. <laughs> I wouldn't live in a house with a dog I couldn't discipline. Just saying, much less somebody else's kid. Okay, anyway, uh, so it's just so stupid. And these girls, and then they have an attitude. These girls will put these videos up. They think they're all that. They got a kid. And they, one woman I saw, this guy was talking about on YouTube, had a, a child. And she was saying, well, you can't just call me up on a Tuesday night and expect me to go out. Because I'm tired. And I'm a single mom. And I'm this and I'm that. And then if you do invite me out, I've got to have some notice. And you've got to pay for my babysitter. And uh, I'm not talking about some, you know, stupid little dinner. I'm talking about da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> and this guy who calls himself Joker from Better Bachelor, was basically saying, okay, so that's $500 now for a date with this girl who's a single mom who the guy who's going to ask her out probably isn't going to marry her anyway. But they're demanding. They're demanding things, and they have nothing to base their demands on. And that's what's so sad about this. And it's beyond that. Even single women nowadays seem to have this attitude toward men that a man is supposed to, quote, unquote, meet their needs. Now, I've been married for over 20 years. I don't wake up in the morning and ever think to myself, I hope my husband meets my needs today. Never does that cross my mind. I get up, you know, we greet each other. I do what I do for the day. He does what he does for the day. We have responsibilities around the house. We have responsibilities outside the house. We have responsibilities to each other. But never does it cross my mind that my husband should meet my needs for the day. What exactly would those needs be? Okay, physical needs, I'm not talking about that. But these women seem to think a guy's supposed to do what? Hold your hand and watch Lifetime with you? My husband never wakes up in the morning and says, Honey, are you happy? Oh, for heaven's sake. And I never do that with him either. I'm trying to figure out what these women even want. I don't know. Your husband's job is not to meet your needs, ladies. Your husband's job is to be a partner, which my husband is, a provider, a protector, all those kinds of things, the roles, the godly roles that you want in a man. But your husband is not supposed to meet your every emotional need. If you want to go over something 50 times, and every woman does this, raising my hand, you want to go over it and over it and over it and over it, whatever it might be, a, a work situation, a, you know, a personal situation, you want to talk about it again and again and again then talk to a girlfriend. That's what they're for. <laughs> because your girlfriend will do the same thing with you. I remember oh, a couple of years ago, my husband and I were walking 
in an outdoor mall and a young woman came out of this cosmetic store and her boyfriend or her husband, whatever, was waiting for her. She's very young, 20 probably. And he's waiting for her outside the store. And she says, oh my gosh. And I went to the register and da-da-da-da-da and da-da-da-da-da and da-da-da. I couldn't help myself. I turned around. I said, you know, he doesn't care about anything you're saying, right? <laughs> I know I'm bad. And he, he nodded his head and she looked completely shocked. She was totally shocked that he didn't care about what she was saying. Now, I'm the same way. I'll say things I know my husband's tuning out. I know he is because I'm a lot to take some days, especially first thing in the morning when I've been up usually three hours before he gets up because I just happen to wake up early, early, early after doing morning drive for so many years, you just get used to it. So by the time he gets up, I'm, you know, I'm armed for bear. So I'm tough to take. Just go take the dog for a walk, honey. <laughs> but it's sad when you think about what the next generation is going to do uh, they're, when they're not hooking, I don't hooking up, they're hooking up, but when they're not connecting with each other, they're not getting married, they're not trusting each other. So between the idea that women are never satisfied with whatever a guy does, they're never satisfied between that and the idea of what happens to men in divorce court now, when men get shafted every which way from Thursday, lose custody, lose all their money. And I know some of these guys, I get it, that these guys are bitter. And maybe they were bad husbands when they're talking about this online. I understand that. And I know some guys who were crappy husbands, and that's why they're divorced. And if you are a bad husband or you cheat on your wife or whatever, then, you know, I can't help you with what happens to you after that. But a lot of these guys are just good guys who were just out there every day on the bow of the ship trying to do the best they can for their family. And then they come home at night and there's some inadequacy their wife's discovered about them. And I used to joke about this uh, back in when I, I, probably when I first got into talk radio, even before that, uh, you know, people used to watch Phil Donahue. Remember Phil Donahue back in the day? And women would find something wrong with their husbands that they didn't know was wrong in the morning. In other words, their husband would go to work if they happen to be a stay-home mom, lucky enough to do that, then they'd stay home and they'd watch these daytime shows and then their husband would come home and there was something wrong with him that he didn't even know was an issue in the morning when he went to work. He's out there busting his butt all day long trying to do the best he can for his family and you're not happy with that. I used to know somebody who had an issue with that. She drove me crazy with that stuff. She would be like the golden retriever. The minute her husband would come home, she'd be wagging her tail at the front door. Throw the ball, throw the ball, throw the ball. Like she expected him to entertain her. And she would complain to me, oh, he won't go dancing. I want someone to go dancing with me. And this guy worked in an industry where he was in and out of the weather all day long, worked in the car business, in and out of the weather, in and out, in and out, hot cars, cold cars, people, customers running all day long, constantly, the entire day, 12, 14 hours sometimes, running back and forth, doing things all day long. He came home. The only thing he wanted to do is have a nice meal and hit the recliner. And she was pissed because he didn't want to go dancing. See, that's what I'm saying. We have to consider a man's needs. There are times that I make plans, mental plans, to do something. Or I think, well, maybe it'd be nice if we went out to dinner. Maybe it'd be nice if we went here or there. And then my husband comes home. He's out there busting his butt, running his own business. And he's out there working in the heat, the cold, everything else. He comes home at the end of the day. And guess what? All bets are off because my man is tired. And I try to be, you know, as sensitive as I can to that. And I'm not going to demand that he go do this and this and this with me. And when Saturday morning comes, I got something else for you, girls. When Saturday morning comes, I don't wake up on Saturday morning and go, what are we going to do today? What are we going to do today? What are we going to do today? 
like some golden retriever wagging my tail. Like he's got to entertain me. Maybe we're going to do something great. Maybe we'll go have some fun, go hiking, you know, go take a drive, do something fun. Maybe we will. And maybe he's got a whole lot of things to do around the house to maintain this, to maintain that, things that, you know, only a man can maintain because I don't have that, you know, knowledge about those kinds of things. So maybe he's going to mow the lawn. I don't like doing it. I don't do it well. Maybe he's going to fix the cars. Maybe he's going to do some other things. But instead of getting mad because he's not meeting my needs or taking me to the wherever that I want to go, you know, taking me out, going somewhere, instead of getting mad about that, I'm grateful that he is who he is. But a lot of these women, they wake up in the morning and how are you going to make me happy today? What are you going to do for me? Are we going to do a picnic lunch with no consideration whatsoever to what their husband's been doing all day long? And I'm talking good guys. I'm not talking bad guys. If you married a bad guy, that's on you, ladies. You didn't do your research. I don't, I don't, I don't believe you're surprised by this if you pay attention. I've seen too much in my life. I've never seen somebody totally change character. And I'll tell you somebody else who, and it's unfortunate that he passed away a year or two ago. If you get a chance, you can look him up on YouTube. Kevin Samuels was his name. Black guy, very good looking guy, very well dressed, you know, very well groomed. Uh, and he would sit there and that's the kind of part of his persona, you know, the cufflinks and the whole bit. And he would talk to these women and they would call him up. Now, primor- primarily black women, not all black women, but mostly. And they'd call him up and they would say, I want a high dollar a uh, basketball player or, uh, you know, whatever, sports, you know, agent or whatever I want. But they have two, three kids. They're 35 years old. They're not that great looking. And they think they're going to get a high dollar man. And he would lecture them, basically school them like the black version of Dr. Laura and tell them, look, you, you on the sexual marketplace, this is what your value is. Now, you, I'm not talking about any of this from a Christian perspective, obviously. The Christian perspective is you're not doing this before you're married. But the point he's making is on the sexual marketplace, if I'm a player, if I'm making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year and I'm a certain height and good looking and this and that, I can get anybody I want. Why do I want you? And it was quite instructive. And women got mad at him. They would call him and they'd get mad at him for telling them, look, this is the truth. And that's why it's hashtag table for one. Because you're going to be lonely. And then women would call, what, why should I settle? He would say, settle? You'd be lucky to get <laughs> anybody. For some of these women, that's what he would tell them. And that was a little harsh, but it was the truth for some of these people. So I think all of us have to be realistic. To me, as a Christian woman, the only thing that matters is character. My husband is good looking too, but the only thing that matters is character. Nothing else matters. Not how much money he makes this week. That last week, my husband has changed occupations in the 20 years we've been married. He's always made a good, honest living, honest living, not screwing people over. And I'm grateful for that. I mean, that's what matters. Integrity, character, none of that other stuff matters. And if you girls are out there looking for a show pony, I've got news for you. A lot of those show ponies are a lot of work and they're not worth it. The big house, the this, the that, the status you think you get from your man. Don't get status from your man. First of all, human status is not what you're supposed to be going after anyway. If you're a person of faith, you should care what God thinks of you, not what society thinks of you. And as for a status man, when you walk into a room, you know, you, you shouldn't have to be on some guy's arm to get your status. It's pretty pathetic. So anyway, it's just a very tough situation right now that I see a lot of younger people in, in the marriageable age. Either they've got so much baggage, no guy wants them, or they have so many demands, no guy will get near them. 
and and the men are depressed and they're mostly alone anymore and i don't know what this pretends for you know the birth rate which is already low in america it's just sad and a lot of people are very unhappy and some of them don't even realize why and that's the really sad part anyway just a little advice the older women are allowed to lecture the younger women, so consider yourselves lectured. Don't forget to catch my show on Sunday nights, 97.1 FM Talk in St. Louis, 7 to 9 p.m. You can find these podcasts anywhere you get podcasts, or you can find them at HeidiHarrisShow.com or also HeidiHarris.com. Until we meet again, remember, I know it seems like the world is spinning out of control. I know. Right now it does. But God is still in charge Leave it to him. And ladies, if you're looking for a guy, look for integrity. Forget about anything else. Nothing else matters. Here's Tony Scottwell. (laughs) 